Welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, the show dedicated to helping entrepreneurs use human design to shift from hustle to flow without sacrificing results. Come here to become an unshakable human and build an unshakable business according to your human design. I'm your host, Nicole Lano. Hello and welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, everybody. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. We haven't done an episode on the centers in a really long time, so I decided that maybe we were due for one. I know that they're really popular with our audience, and they are certainly one of the core building blocks of the Human Design Blueprint, which gives you an energetic blueprint of who you are. Now, we all want to know how our human design works together. Like, how do we put all of this together? And I actually spoke about that in my last episode, episode 224, which was where do I start with human design, I believe is the the title of that episode, the official title. And I talk about the three core pillars of human design. So if you didn't listen to that one, that's a really good one to listen to. But then there's nine centers in the body graph, because what I talk about in the other one are type, authority, and profile which are the three core pillars. If those aren't working well, then you're going to find that you feel a bit lost and probably a bit confused about human design. And in that episode, I talk about how it all works together and how those three pieces create this kind of like energy vortex where just things start working, right? But then how do we differentiate further? Because my type is a manifesting generator, my authority is emotional, and my profile is a 5-1. There are other 5-1 emotional manifesting generators out there. There are lots of them, but I'm very different from them. And this is where the centers start to play a really big role. What do you have defined or undefined in your chart? So the centers are a really key aspect to understanding how you are different, how you stand out in your marketplace, how people are attracted to you, what energy you put out. So what are the specific themes that you're transmitting? These are all found in the centers. There are nine centers in the body graph, and they each have an energetic theme. And whether you have them defined or undefined tells you the relationship that you have to that theme. How does it show up for you? How are you receiving it? How are you putting it out there? So we're going to dive into the solar plexus today, which is the center of emotions. Part of that is because it's December and we're closing out the year. I think it's an emotional time of year. For so many reasons. 2023 was kind of a crazy year. A lot happened. A lot shifted and changed. I think there's a lot of uncertainty out there. And particularly if you are in the entrepreneurial space, you're in the coaching industry or in the service industry where maybe you've seen a shift in buyer behavior. Maybe you've seen a shift in just overall how this industry feels or how your business is behaving. It's not like it used to be. And that can cause a certain amount of anxiety, which is certainly a theme that resonates with this center. Now, it's also the focus of our human design lab for December. So my membership community, we do a deep dive into one particular aspect of human design each month. And this month it is the solar plexus center. I chose it for that because December is also obviously holidays. And so we have all this year-end stuff going on. We have the promise of a new year, which maybe is making you excited or maybe making you scared or maybe you're a little anxious about it. And then we have the holidays where we're going to be spending a lot of time with the people that we love. That also can be very emotional, good, 
and sometimes challenging. So I thought that this was an appropriate month to dive into the emotional center because the solar plexus is the center of emotions. It is how we understand what our relationship is to emotions. So I wanted to highlight that here. And what we're going to run through in this episode, I'm going to talk about the defined. I'm going to talk about the undefined. I'm going to talk about the differences of them. I'm going to let you know what the low frequency of the emotional center is when you are out of alignment with it or when it's not functioning at its highest expression, what that can look like in your life. And then I'm also going to go through why this one I believe is the most important to decondition. And this is the one when people decondition this center, I see the biggest change in their lives. And this was my own experience as well. This was my biggest breakthrough was deconditioning this center and learning how to and learning how to operate correctly within it. So let's dive in. Actually, before we start, I do want to call out if you are interested in the Human Design Lab, this is what we go through. You want to jump in with us for December and you want to go through this all with us in a deep dive, then you can go to nicolelano.com forward slash lab, or you could DM me lab on Instagram. I'm at Nicolano official, and we'll send you the link for that. You can jump in with us and be part of our membership community where you get to be part of everything that we're doing about exploring your human design month after month after month. Okay, so let's dive in. So let's talk about the defined emotional center first. We're talking about emotions. The solar plexus, I actually refer to it as the emotional center because that's what it does. It is a motor and it is an awareness center. It is both feeling and it is also a motor. It has power. It has energy that moves. If you have the solar plexus directly connected to your throat and you do not have a sacral center defined, then you are a manifester. Why? Because your emotions can create action because there is a motor to your throat center. And there is no sacral center that's saying that you should wait before taking action. That's how powerful the emotions are. And emotions, I mean, we experience them all the time, but whether you are defined or undefined will show you how you experience emotions and what you can look to expect with them or expect the unexpected, so to speak, and let you know how that plays out in your world. So Let's start with the defined. What does it mean to have a defined emotional center? First of all, if you have the solar plexus defined in your chart, if you're looking at your chart and you're brand new to this, you'll see the root center at the very, very bottom. And if you follow the lines going to the right out of the root center, connecting up to a little triangle that's on its side, facing like it's pointing left, that is the solar plexus center. That is the emotional center. If that is colored in in your chart, then you have a defined solar plexus, which automatically makes you an emotional authority. It doesn't matter if you are a projector, a generator, a manigen, or a manifester. If you have that center defined, you will be emotional. Now, what does that mean? We have done deep dives into emotional authority on this show several times. We've done readings on people who are emotional. But specifically, there's episode 85, episode 104, and episode 187 all go into just emotional authority. So if you are an emotional authority, I recommend you go back to those. Some of them go back pretty far, but we've been talking about this for a while. It's also a huge part of my journey because I myself am an emotional authority. So you can go and listen to those because I'm only going to touch on some of these topics here right now. So emotional authority, if you have it defined, you are an emotional authority. What does that mean? 
it means that your wisest voice is your emotions, that you feel into everything, that every decision is something you need to feel. You can't just know. You can't feel into anything instantly. So knowing that is such a shift and requires such a shift in the way that you operate because we're not taught to operate like emotional authorities. We aren't told to be patient with ourselves. We aren't taught to feel into things. However, if you are an emotional authority, you probably say things that very much resonate or very much connect to you being an emotional authority. You might say something like, I need to feel into it. I need to marinate on that. All of those are very emotional authority sort of language that you're using, okay? So as an emotional authority, the big thing that I want you to know is you are transmitters of emotional energy. Where we're defined, it's what we're putting out in the world. And we are all feeling the emotional frequency of everybody around us. But if you are defined, you are part of what is being put out. You are the source of it. You have a responsibility to be regulated, to be in a good place with this, to follow your authority. It's not just for the good of you. It's for the good of everybody around you. Because when you are not in alignment with your solar plexus, as an emotional authority, you are going to send out a really powerful and messed up signal to the people around you. Your emotions can be felt and they can be felt deeply and powerfully. So be responsible with them. Everybody needs to be responsible with their emotions. Everybody needs to be processing their emotions. But it is particularly important for us for this purpose because it has such a ripple effect. We all want to make a ripple effect, right? We talk about that all the time, but you want to have the right ripple effect. You want to have a ripple effect that actually causes good to happen around you, that actually activates people in a way that is nurturing and expanding not overpowering, overwhelming to people and what can turn into if, if you're emotional and you're putting out that frequency, that can be just toxic. <laughs> it can be a really toxic thing for people to feel and for them to have to take in. And we don't want to do that to the people that we love and we don't want to do it to people that we're around, but we're also creating that in the world because our emotions touch the people around us, their emotions touch the people around them, and we have a very powerful place in that entire ripple effect as it goes through. So really important for you to understand that you transmit that energy. And as an emotional authority, you're here to wait. As emotional authorities, we're always looking for some sort of emotional clarity. And that can cause us to act spontaneously, to act prematurely, to feel like we need to move on things because we're, we're trying to figure it out and there's lessons out there and teachings that people say action leads to clarity. That's true when it's correct action. That doesn't mean it needs to be perfect, but it does mean that it needs to be made in accordance where, with your process so you aren't so worried because that's what happens with emotional authorities. We get so worried that we're making the wrong decision or that we're going to miss the boat. We have this undercurrent of anxiety. We have this undercurrent of, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. And then we make a decision because someone tells us that we need to make a decision, that we need to be decisive. And we make it prematurely and we never let go of that anxiety. We always feel like, I wasn't ready, I wasn't ready, I wasn't ready. And that's the frequency you send out in the world. Really important to wait. Most important thing for us to wait. 
And when you learn to wait, you get so powerful. I love waiting now. I used to hate it. When I first heard this, I thought I was going to die. I was like, what do you mean I need to wait? I need to move. I have so many things to do. I have big goals. I have to take action. It doesn't mean I don't take action. I take powerful action now. I trust my process where I'm able to go all in on the things that I take action on because I'm truly in alignment with my authority where when I make a decision, I make it. There isn't this halfway thing that I used to have going on because I was so scared I was making the wrong decision. I didn't have that process, right? So that's the defined emotional center. Now let's talk about the undefined. If you have that same center white on your chart, you may resonate as being an empath. Why? Because you are the receiver of emotional frequency. We talked about how the defined emotionals, we are the transmitters of the emotional frequency. We put it out. We have that power of like really putting our emotions out there. Well, the undefined emotionals are receiving that energy. And it doesn't mean you're not putting out your own emotional frequency. You do. But you're not the source of it. It's not where it starts for you. It's, it's in reaction to something you're picking up from somebody else, typically. It isn't coming from in you. You don't wake up in the morning feeling an emotional current unless you are carrying old stuff and you're storing old things and you are dysregulated. So this is the difference that I want you to understand. Are you a receiver or a transmitter? And when you're a receiver... When you're an undefined emotional, in human design, whenever we are open or undefined someplace, we are more susceptible to conditioning because we're receiving that frequency, in this case, it's emotions, from other people, from the world around us. So you're susceptible to that because you're taking it in like a sponge. You're pulling it in. And what you do from there is what determines whether you are conditioned or not. Are you operating from a place of saying, I feel this, so now I'm going to do that? Or are you operating from a place of saying, that's not mine. I don't accept that. I'm following my own wisdom and my own inner authority. This concept is something that I hope every single person who listens to the show gets really comfortable with because that's what conditioning is. Are you operating based on your own truth Are you operating in accordance to what you're like, I know is right, what feels right, what my intuition is telling me to do? Or are you not operating? Are you not taking action? Or are you taking action to avoid something, to avoid the discomfort of what you're feeling from other people? This can sometimes take a little while to sink in as a concept, but when you start to understand it and you start to feel it, light bulbs go off and you start to really see your behavior. You really come off autopilot, as I call it, because conditioning is autopilot. You're not even consciously aware. I feel that emotional current and I I, want to get away from that because that's what unemotional people, the not self theme is what we call the conditioning thought process. So if you're conditioned, what the not self will tell you is avoid emotions The not-self of the open emotional center is avoiding confrontation and truth, avoiding emotions, avoiding emotional situations and experiences that might be uncomfortable. I'm not going to go there. 
that might be a tough conversation. I'm not going to have that. So something feels right. I should do this. I know that feels right. I'm being pulled in that direction. My intuition is telling me to do this. Yeah, but I might have to have that conversation or someone might not like what I post or someone might not like what I say, or I might have to have a really difficult conversation there. They might come back at me with something that I don't like. Even if standing up for myself is the right thing to do, even if telling them the truth is difficult, they might not like me anymore. That might cause them to feel bad and then I'll feel bad. This is how we avoid what we know is right because there's a part of us that says that might be uncomfortable. That's what the open emotional center does. And it doesn't mean that people who are emotionally defined don't avoid emotions. I'm not saying that. But the undefined are always more susceptible to avoiding something. They are always more susceptible to the not-self theme of whatever it is for that center. And for the solar plexus, it's avoiding confrontation and truth. I don't want to deal with that because it might get hairy. This might get ugly. And I don't like confrontation. So I'll just not say what I want to say or not do what I want to do. I'm just going to stay put. This happens in relationships a lot. I don't want to talk to my spouse about the problems that we're having or the way that I'm feeling because I don't want to hurt him. That might be difficult. What if he gets mad? Or she? You see what I mean? That's the not-self theme at play. And this is why I believe that this is the most important center to decondition. Now, in traditional human design, they give a hierarchy for this. What are the most conditioned centers? What's the most important to decondition? And the ego sits at the top. And I understand why. The ego is very powerful. And it is that need to prove ourselves. And we live in a world where achieving is put on such a pedestal. It is so important. Our worth is held up against how much we've achieved or have not achieved. How much do we earn versus we don't earn? It's a lot. I know that it's out there, but this one, to me, it's the first. Because the emotions are so powerful. And when we're talking about conditioning, why is it the most conditioned center or the second most, as far as statistically speaking? I don't know if they can really even prove that, but traditional human design says it's the second most important to decondition and the most conditioned. Why is that? Because it's based on the power of the not-self to be able to pull you away from what's correct for you. And for the emotional center, the most powerful thing is, I don't want to deal with that. That might be hard. That might not go well. I'm scared of what this might mean for this relationship, whether it's clients, whether it's audience, whether it is partners. So, so powerful. And it's tied to the nervous system. So this is why I believe it is the most powerful for conditioning and the most important to be deconditioned. Because it's tied to the part of the nervous system that drives the fight, flight, freeze, or fawn reactions in our nervous system, in our brain. They are automatic. We don't make choices to do that. It is a trigger response system within us that's supposed to keep us out of danger. That's supposed to keep us safe. It's our brain literally keeping us safe. The solar plexus is, is the center of the nervous system. So the, the 
fight, fight, freeze, all of that is to avoid what doesn't feel safe to us. It is to avoid what is uncomfortable. So we're not even trying to do it. It's so, so powerful. It's happening under the surface. And this is what I do with my tapping work. EFT is an amazing tool for deconditioning this center. And that's what we focus inside the VIP tier of the Human Design Lab is all about deconditioning, get everything in the regular lab, but we decondition each center each month or each focus each month. So your nervous system has the power to pull you away from what's your truth. And that's what strategy and authority is. So many people are here that you follow your strategy and authority and they're like, I'm doing that. Are you? I really ask for you to take a very close look at whether you are truly following your strategy and authority. Or a lot of people will tell me I don't feel my sacral. Or manifestors will tell me that I don't feel anything. I don't feel the download. I don't feel the urge. I don't really feel like moving. And my question to you would be, is your nervous system really pulling you away? Your strategy and authority is your truth. If your nervous system is dysregulated, you will not be in alignment with your truth. So strategy and authority will appear to be not working or non-existent. I don't feel any responses. I don't feel the uh uh uh-huh of my sacral. I don't feel like I'm getting invitations. I don't know. I don't feel my spleen for the splenic authorities. That would mean you're open in the emotional center. And if you're avoiding confrontation and truth, it'll be very difficult to hear that voice of your intuition that's saying, go do this. Here's an idea. Here's a thought. Or really being able to tune into the wisdom of that center. So that's why it's the most important to decondition. It's why the emotional work is so crucial to your success in your being able to dream big, in you being able to feel safe making big moves. It all very much is connected to this center. They're all important, but this is certainly one of the ones that I have at the top of my list for what I work with people on and making sure that they are deconditioned in the center so that they are clean clean in their energy and clean in their action. And you're able to tune into your strategy and authority so you can start making decisions that are in alignment for you and start moving in the right direction because that's when the world starts to open up to you. So I hope you found this helpful. I really enjoyed this. The solar plexus is something that I go back to constantly because it's my authority. It is my wisdom and it has made all the difference for me to be able to clearly understand what it's communicating to me. And to be able to wait long enough to get my clarity before taking action has been an absolute game changer in everything in my life. So I hope that you found this helpful. I hope that this was this was eye-opening for you. If you want to dive in further, if you want to go all in with us on the Human Design Lab, please DM me lab on Instagram. I'm at Nicole Lano official. That's like the tasting menu where we curate something for you every single month and you get our accelerator program. You get a lot of content in there. You get our roundtables every month, which are Zoom calls with everybody on them. It's really, really awesome. The VIP has even more than that. You get that plus the deconditioning tools. But if you're like, I don't want the full tasting menu, I just want a la carte and you want to dive into your authority or your type or your profile, we actually opened up a human design store on my website. So we have all of these a la carte for you. Not the centers, but we do have type authority and and profile for you. You can DM me the word shop on Instagram, same place. You can DM me that. We'll send you the link or you could go to nicoleano.com forward slash shop and it'll take you right over there. 
So thanks so much for being here. Thank you for making it all the way to the end of this episode. I appreciate you. And remember, if you want to have an unshakable business, you must first become an unshakable human. So thank you for letting us be on your journey of helping you become unshakable with human design, everyone. We'll see you next time. If you love this episode and you're a fan of the show, please show us the love on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to the show and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with other entrepreneurs on their human design journey, join our free Facebook community, Human Design for Entrepreneurs. Go to nicolelano.me forward slash podcast links to join the group, book a human design reading with me, or access our free human design resources. We'll see you there.